0: Feels Hi. like Super Bowl, really big day. I
1: wore those pants on Super Bowl.
0: Oh yeah, you did. Well, that's why I probably why it feels like Super Bowl. Wait, did I ever tell you guys? So I know you
1: guys know that I talked to a psychic, um, but I don't think I ever went in on details that she brought up in my second session that I recently had with her. Um, she pauses. We were having like a deep, serious, serious like part of our call where we were talking about my grandma, and then she pauses and she was like, "Wait." were you supposed to go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't know why, but they're showing me the Super Bowl. That's so weird. So weird. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, like I, I and you guys know I've told this story like I was minutes away. Like I had the Uber called to get into the Uber to go to the Super Bowl. Right. And she was like, you're going to like you were gonna meet someone there, right? And I was like, Yeah, like it was it was definitely I was going there to meet someone. Right. And she's like, Okay, well, just keep your eye out for the situation. Oh, actually full circle. She was like, keep your eye out for the situation because I feel like he's gonna whoever it was, he's gonna come back around. And um, I don't like for them to pop like it has to have some kind of significance because for them to like show me the Super Bowl, just like remember that. Yesterday, I was on Instagram and he, I forgot I even followed him. I never, he posted for the first time in like months and it was a throwback to that weekend.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. Has he like liked your shit or anything like that? Like, has he crept in? Uh uh-uh. uh. That's ironic though. So weird that that was brought up. Yeah. Like, it's very rare that she brings up like dumbass shit. Right. <laughs> she doesn't ever like waste your time with anything. No. And for her to be like,
1: wait, at, like after we just talked about my dead grandma, she she's
0: was, like, wait, actually, <laughs> were you gonna go to the Super Bowl? Weird. <laughs> she because she's brought up football stuff with me too. Whoa! I just like that just connected in my head. Yeah. Weird. Maybe we need to go to Super Bowl. Oh,
1: we'll go one day. I was so close.
0: She <laughs> was, was so, so fucking close. close. Literally, she was. Doing her makeup and Leanna and I ran to Chipotle to get her food so that she can eat before she goes because we knew the food was going to take way too long at the Super Bowl.
1: I was like, I was on the phone with this guy, you back and on, forth, makeup on, outfit. Uber like on its way and he's like, I he's like, I'm literally running around the stadium right now trying to figure out what wristband is going to get you in and I just like, I don't know if I could do it in time.
0: Yeah. Their process is so cool to me. Yeah. That like... Coloring color by color, hour or color by time That's or whatever, fucking yeah. Genius, so wow.
1: yeah, those pants have a lot of super bowl significance to me.
0: These pants have a lot of meaning, like, do they? Yeah, like, I feel like we the weekend I wore them, it was such a good weekend, and yeah. then you wore that. Like, we both have had like pretty significant experiences in yeah. these, yeah, and they're just really comfortable and they're really cool, they're really weird. Anyway, um, it feels like Super Bowl. It feels like a big day because this is our last episode, you guys. Of season three. Uh, yeah. Season two. Not
1: forever. Oh,
0: two. Season two yes. <laughs> Surprise. Season, season two. three is one episode. <laughs> no, it feels crazy, though. It has been such like a day for mm-hmm. one. But leading up to this, as we kind of already explained, it was kind of a weird decision. And a... It was like a last decision to choose that episode 35 would be our last um, because as we said things have just been bottlenecking and we you know after last week after our going away party in the Bay after everybody asking have you found a place da. da, 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 it really started to like make it real and I feel like we both were like holy fuck we need to like do shit find a place. We have three weeks left. Three weeks left. Here in LA. So two days ago. Um, we were recording a Patreon episode, and like we we took a quick break because there was like some loud noise outside. So we let it finish to re- to record, and we s- literally sat on this bed and we were like, "Hey, well, while we wait, like let's just like look at apartments." Right there, we found so many apartments, but one that we really really liked. We we inquired about like five or six, I think, yeah, between the two of us, and they got back the next morning, and we had been messaged that was. Again, that was 2 days ago. Um and then we he like sent a video and it yeah. re, it
1: really got us cuz we liked the unit. But you know like those those ads only show so much of the actual apartment. So Photoshop he sometimes sent, too. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Like sizes are stretched and shit, especially in New York. Right. Um but he sent a video and we literally sat there and watched it and looked at each other and we're like, "Yo, like this, this is, is everything." This is perfect. Yeah.
0: It it's really like The unit we found is something like we haven't found in any other ones. Mm -mm. Like it has two, we each have our own bathroom, which feels unheard of the it's South facing. So we're getting that light all day, which is Mm -hmm. so important to the both of us. We have big windows and a balcony in our living room. And then we each have big windows in our own rooms, which is huge.
1: (laughs) It really checks off so many boxes that I didn't think we'd be able to check off in one unit.
0: Me too. I, And I feel you the same. Like the longest time, my only thing was like sunlight. Yep. Oh, yeah. That was my number one I needed direct sunlight. Sunlight. And I started even thinking we weren't going to get that because everywhere we were looking, these windows were facing other buildings. Yep.
1: There was one unit that we were excited for, but we got a video of that one too. And the living room, there's two windows in the living room, but they both fully faced like five feet away brick walls. And we're like, crazy. I would go insane.
0: I just... It just wouldn't happen. It simply, I simply would Would never sign a lease there. No,
1: I would not even last resort. I'd stay here. No, I was just going
0: to say, I'd literally stay here before I moved with. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, we fell in love with it. And we're like, what do we do? And we were trying to like hit up as many people as we could. But honestly, a lot of the people we know in New York are just out of town this weekend of fucking course. And there was a open house on Saturday from two to three and he, he told us that he was like, just letting you know, there's an open house. I was like, Oh, well we're California based. Like, um, you know, I'm going to try and get somebody to, to come visit. And he was like, yeah, whatever sounds good. And literally the next like few hours we were, we couldn't find anybody. And we were like, yo, th- this place is going to go. The open house is going to come. And it's this, this is going to get snatched right away mm-hmm. as every New York apartment is that that market is so quick,
1: but like, especially this one for the price, like it's, it's going to get so swooped pretty. so, so quickly.
0: And The open house came around and he called and he was like, Hey, just letting you know, like five people came to the open house, two are very interested. And we were already thinking like, okay, at that point we need to at least secure it. So we gave them a good faith deposit, which is fully refundable if we aren't accepted, which Mm -hmm. is really nice. Um, The broker, the broker fee is 5% less than the average, which is really nice. It's, it's it feels like it's really working out but as of right now we secured the place with that partial deposit we sent in all the forms we need to just kind of start the process the to see if we're going to get accepted so keep us in your thoughts shit who knows come monday once this is released it might already be ours and we'll keep you guys updated of course but we feel huge. really
1: good about it like we we were we were saying we haven't had a negative gut feeling about it. And that's super rare for us. We yeah. kind of. We kind of like to like. At least weigh out all yes. the negatives that we feel. It's
0: realistic. We get realistic it, about yes, shit. Yes.
1: But we like. I haven't had any bad nope. gut feeling about this. No. Nope. And like a lot of good signs about it
0: too. Yes. I f- Even the guy we're working with seems really cool. Right. I love how he's so like no bullshit. Straightforward. I feel like everybody in New York's probably going to be like that. Right. <laughs> um, even like. Little angel number signs are really, really creeping mm. up on us. And, uh, uh, last night I woke up, I won't, maybe I won't say the time because not to give out our address, uh-uh. but I woke up at the time that our address is, um, in the middle of the night. And I was just like, Whoa, what the fuck? And
1: our address. So the number of yeah. the street address is the same street address that of the house that my grandparents have had since the sixties and the house that my dad grew up in his whole life.
0: Yep. And Whoa. It's also the first three numbers of my mom and Phil's phone number. Wait, I like it just clicked. That's crazy. That's really cool. It's really cool. Those. yeah, Yeah. 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 It's a good feeling. And, um, we mapped it earlier and it's a half a mile walk from a whole foods, which is great. There's a and lot there's of good a there's so many good shops. restaurants. Yeah. That's like that's what I'm so excited for. It's just the walkable food because where we live now, it is not walkable. No, it's it's not that it's like hella dangerous necessarily. It's just really run down the area we're in. Love our unit as you guys I'm sure have We've seen a lot about of our before. unit. Yeah. But like outside of it, no, it's not like a the best. And bottom line like definitely a perk to love the area you live in. But everybody we've spoke to that lives in New York is like, this is kind of how it is. You either love your place and like kind of dislike your area or love your area and really settle on a place. And both of us strongly feel we'd rather love our place and get on the subway and go to an area that we love. Yep. Kind of best of both worlds. Cause Come those winter months. When we're stuck in the apartment. We got to love it. And we do love it. And it's ours. And we're manifesting it. It's ours. It's ours. It's we're ours. We're in there like
1: swimwear. We're in
0: there. It's already. We got that good faith deposit. Like they're going to see that we're hungry on that. Like I've
1: already started decorating my room.
0: No, me too. Like <laughs> Pinterest boards are up. Like already thinking. And the set for season three, as we've said, is going to be. We're thinking like living room vibes. Mm-hmm. And. It's just going to be our living room in our apartment.
1: Retro, funky living room.
0: Yeah. So we, we were going to get like, a third room. And like this is going to be, like when guests come over, they're going to be like, oh, what's that? That's literally going to be in our living room. Sick. We get to show it off. we got to pack it really, really nice. A bubble wrap and shit. Yeah.
1: Do you we, have near
0: fly with it? No. It'll, it'll be fine. If they're packing my mirror. Oh, true. Like this will be safe. It's, it's pretty durable, honestly. And it's easy to replace. God forbid. It, they're not that expensive. God forbid. Yeah. We're excited. It's A lot of shit is moving quick. So quick. And the like today, d- especially like we sent in shit for this apartment and we're also recording the last episode of season two. Today feels like a big like it's wrapping closed door yep. open another like, yeah. So we just went to lunch to celebrate a little bit. And um, what'd you get? Now we're right here. I got fries oysters and a salad but i really only ate the fries and the oysters because the fries came out first and i filled up on them yeah and i regret that
1: i got a caesar salad i've been of on course. such a. you guys i've i eat probably like three or four caesar salads a week
0: i would say like five five you've you've had about five a week for the past like three weeks i love caesar salad it's funny because like <laughs> it's not new like you've had them before, no. but like <coughs> but something I, just changed in you yeah <coughs> oh my god! Good? I think I inhaled a cocorocha. I'm good. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, so
1: Caesar salads—I just—they're—they're they're my shit. Mm. They hit, but they need to be ice cold and a lot of dressing.
0: Um, they need to be like coated. Coated, yes. But like not, which I don't feel a lot with, I don't, I like, I don't feel
1: the same way about other salads as I do a Caesar.
0: It is different. Like, see, no. creamy dressings, like you do have to go a little bit harder. Right. I but like,
1: you don't want, you don't want it because it with like a vinaigrette, it'll get soggy. Right. But that's not the case with like a thick Caesar. Right. It's just like, it needs, the flavor needs to coat every piece of lettuce.
0: I agree. The mm. caesar salad sounds kind of good right now i could do another you probably will for now <laughs> oh my god with you know changing our mindset it's getting really real that we're leaving it's both it's hitting us both that we're we're leaving boys that we really like mm. and we were talking about it earlier on our hella zoom call <clears throat> it's really bittersweet and it's going to be okay. Like it's better than like an actual heartbreak where you're like going through like a literal breakup
1: and it's not, um, bad terms, right? Like we're leaving with full hearts, which is different.
0: And like these, these men are like excited for us too. I could cry right now. I will cry right now. Um, (laughs) I have a lot and, I'm really sad to like geographically be far away from him because mm-hmm. like like yeah we are already technically but like obviously cross crunchy is a little different and like you can't just like hop on a one hour flight and no. get here I mean fuck a 45 minute flight it's so quick to go to the bay and back um, it's gonna
1: it's gonna have to be like fully planned
0: yeah and it's like a lot more expensive to make last minute trips. So like yep. it will, like you said, have to be planned. And I don't know. I I feel like, so I've been
1: talking to this guy recently in LA and I've I talked a little bit about him when we, I shared how we went on like a really nice date. Um, We've talked for the last like four or five months. Five months? Since the end of January. Four months.
0: Damn. Yeah. Why so quick?
1: Um. And we've spent a lot of time together, and I I feel, I feel that it's getting harder the more and more we hang out. Which is, I'm so torn because I'm like, God, should I be smart about this? Like, should I pull away? Should I? Should I be like? Should I save myself and like not put myself through? The like having to say goodbye, but then I'm also like, hold on. Like it's making me so happy right now. Yeah. Like I'm very happy seeing this guy yep. all the time. Yep.
0: That's exactly my attitude. I mean, a few months ago, I, I mean, said to you, I feel like I even said on this podcast, like I, w- I was really trying to create distance from Tanner yeah. for a minute because I was like, it's not our time. It's not our time. Like we need to stop entertaining this. It's impossible for us to not entertain. It's
1: so impossible. So I'm in the
0: same boat. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm leaving anyway. I'm going to full send until I leave. Right. I'm going to full send. Full send. Like, Oh,
1: I'm like nervous right now.
0: <laughs> and that's what I've done. Like when we went home to the Bay, I was with them every night. Like I'm like, I don't fucking care. We I need don't to, care. We need
1: to take advantage of these last
0: exactly. few
1: weeks with these people because... We're not going to get them back. It's, it's going to hurt either way. Right. At least
0: enjoy the last of it. Right. Life's too short. God, To it. hold back. Holding back would hurt more than leaving to me. Yeah. I mean, it does. Interesting. I never thought of it like that. It's, I don't. F- it's I, torture. I, it is. It every, every time, because it's been so many times where I go through these phases, where I'm like, oh, Tanner, we need to back up off each other it's miserable mm-hmm. it just hurts there's no reason like why are we like if why you are just it, doing just... shit that like makes our heart happy exactly and we are even like and that's why right now it's kind of weird because the, they make us happy but so does moving to new york
1: right and when they don't those and two
0: things obviously aren't like to boil together. it
1: down you you and if you're going to take any bit of advice from any episode we talk about, do shit for you. Oh, yeah. And that's what we're doing. Yes. We're 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 picking us right now. Mm-hmm.
0: And you made a good point earlier. Like they I love that neither of them are like bored about us. Like, thank God. You have to stay like they're like, go flourish. Have fun. Like, yeah, that's that's love. Like, that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's. That's
1: support, and that's yeah. like so admirable. And that's mm-hmm. fucking why I like him so much, you know? Right.
0: I know. I think we're also, I mean, I won't speak for all men, but I do have faith that like we are getting to the age where men mm-hmm. are like, they're kind of s- starting to get it together. Like, every, I feel like I've heard all the time like, the closer they get to 30, the more like mm-hmm. mature they get. Like, yeah. I mean, They're starting
1: to see like how um, important it is for us to do what we're doing right now. Right. Whereas like, like even our relationships in high school, like, hold on, you're going to go to college without me?
0: Like, right. You know, it was like, we took offense to it. Right. That's so whack.
1: So now
0: looking back, I'm like, fuck yeah, you left me. yeah yeah and now you're fucking killing
1: fucking god thank god oh my
0: (laughs) like but like actually it's you got to support when i mean relationship or not just like your loved ones anybody you care about it might hurt you but if you know they need to do it whether it's a move or a boundary they have to set or whatever like that's unconditional love that's Mm -hmm. that selfless you know, acceptance to release them, if you will. Yeah.
1: And shit happens for a reason. Like we're right. we're moving to New York for a reason. Who knows oh, yeah. who we're going to meet out there? Who knows who we're going to, you know, <gasps> get your out oh, I never out of sat here. like this. Sorry, go on. Who else? Who's, who are going to meet <laughs> in New York? We don't know if we're going to run into these men down the line and like timing's going to be perfect. We're going to have our shit figured out. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to live these lives with whoever we want to. Yep. When the time comes, will your pants are the exact same like size pattern as the pillow.
0: pillow if you're pants. an audio, just
1: pop in real quick.
0: Yeah. And the way I'm sitting, I don't know why I didn't sit like this the whole season. I have my leg like across the bed right now. I'm really comfy. Both
1: of our legs are really tucked because we're not wearing socks. Yeah, our corns don't are look. out.
0: And this Did is on see? like YouTube now. Like this isn't a Patreon episode. Like. No, I know. Corns
1: episode last see, someone dropped a picture in patreon um they had just graduated college and (laughs) she was like here's a picture of me and my dad at my graduation please ignore the corns
0: we did were there corns yeah were they were they toes or real corns no they were toes see so i feel like we need to Preface, Clarify.
1: we call all feet and toes corns
0: yeah the prettiest <laughs> the ugliest whatever they're all corns. you got corns you got corns so out. when we say we have corns we don't have medical corns we have figurative corns <laughs> <laughs> and yours are touching me i know i'm sorry it's
1: okay i'm so I, i'm wearing no, you're warm i'm wearing all the materials that like stick to your body
0: and for sure yeah. i have to body shower after this yeah um what are you wearing oh yeah my Super Bowl pants. And then I'm wearing this little tank top from I Am Coco LA. She's such a great designer. I love all her shit. Little like cut and sew Nike tank that she made. And it used to be a lot wider, but I washed it with something dark. So Oh, I thought you said wider. Oh, whiter. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I should have pronounced the T. And um yeah, that's all I'm wearing. What are you wearing? Um, I'm wearing my these are called cool
1: right? Please let me know if I'm pronouncing that right or wrong. Uh, p- like plies pants, P L I S S E. And they're like cropped black. I also have them in like a really cool, uh, navy and pink checkered print. They're from urban hella a long ago, but you might be able to find someone like Amazon or something. Wait, talk it, to me
0: guys. Is it checkered print or, or checkers? Like are these checkers or checkered checkered? I
1: say checkered.
0: I, like, that's what i just said right yes okay and i like agree with you but that we were trying to we figure googled out, it yeah google's really not straightforward if they're if these are if these pants are checkered or checkers
1: checkered they're checkered
0: are they the same thing is it just like past tense, past tense I, don't, checkers? I don't even
1: know it's just like what was built into my yeah. brain well, it's checkered i'm sorry go on no you're good I just And just hear what people have to say. this is Careful. from.
0: Oh shit! Sorry, exposed. Stop. Wiki feet. Come on. <laughs> I got. I think I have a. I think I have like a four point seven out of five. Do you Wiki really feet. think yeah. I have one? Can we look it up? I checked. You don't. But someone, Fuck, someone, get start me on Wiki feet. Yeah. You don't show your. I've so got.
1: Well. I've got a couple pictures out there. If you really like, do some digging. Mm-hmm.
0: Just m- some Easter. Eggs.
1: Give me an account. Yeah. Um. This is. I was walking down First Street with Tanner. Mm. Me and him went and got lunch one day when I was in the Bay. And there's this like really cool, it's in Benicia on, fuck, I forgot the name of it. Oh, I'll try it's and right find it. It's right next to Rookies, right? Yeah, it's right next to where we stole the bar mat.
0: Don't tell. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Um, First Street in Benicia, there's this really cool vintage shop and this was like hanging on the door outside and I stopped and I was like, okay, I need that. It's just like a windbreaker but it's one of those materials that sticks to your sweat.
0: It's like meant to be like workout, mm-hmm. trap the sweat, like sweat it out. How much was it? Thirty. That's great. Yeah. That I just with thrifting nowadays, you never oh, know. Are you getting an no. actual deal? This, or no, this like, guy was.
1: This guy was cool. He and he actually, I got two pieces, and he was like, if "You're buying two, like you discount." Love I got that. both pieces for thirty, and he was like, "Honestly, that one jacket's probably worth sixty itself." Easy. I got yeah. I got another really cool, that denim vest. Oh, you got
0: both of those for $30? No, each. Oh, that's still amazing. Yeah. That vest is so thick and, like, really, really nice. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Think about the thrifting in New York.
1: Whoa. Probably really expensive.
0: I feel like we could find some good ones. Maybe, like, yeah, like, the big ones. I think
1: I want to decorate my apartment with, like, used items.
0: Oh, yeah. I, like... My apartment. After seeing (laughs) what liana's kind of finding on facebook marketplace we're gonna like,
1: find some cool shit
0: good shit like oh yeah you don't need to buy anything new no and it's like one of a kind right and a better
1: price and better for the environment oh, fuck ikea down. yeah fuck urban
0: ikea i never got i never understood for my decor that i actually don't own any decor they're, from there i ikea. will
1: say they're good for like basic storage items
0: like bins and stuff yeah sure i i, I get that but like their furniture, I'm like, no, it's so it's bunk. just
1: very like Norwegian minimalist.
0: It is the bare minimum, and I feel like you only have it in one move. It's Norwegian, right, or Swedish? Swedish, yeah. But you never are able to move it to your next place. Scandinavian, right? Is right. Swedish. Swedish meatballs, right? Yeah.
1: But like this, I'm talking about the style, oh, the style. is gotcha. like Scandinavian minimalist.
0: I don't know what Scandinavian vibe. is, but yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna say. I never had the meatballs. I have; they're pretty good. You see those like viral
1: tweets of people? <laughs> people are like, um, "I think I need to get a new bed frame. I really wish I can also get meatballs at the same place." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's literally the business model. So good, yeah.
1: That's exactly it. That's like an ice cream, an ice cream cone. Oh, it's
0: like Costco, and it's always when you walk out. I'm
1: telling you,
0: me and my my parents
1: used to take us like to Costco for dinner.
0: Would you sit outside? To yes. Wow. Pizza, what? the hot dogs, the chicken bakes. I never had the chicken. Yum. bakes. What?
1: Let's get a chicken bake.
0: I can't eat a chicken bake. Just do it. <laughs> so I, I keep saying every episode, this whole like diet I'm on, cleansing my gut, all that shit. I've um, been a little lax. Yeah. And I need to reel it in because yeah. I don't feel good.
1: Yeah, and I really want it to work for you. Me too. I want you to get the most out of it. And, and I I'm probably not the of best money. advocate.
0: Like, yeah. I spend make it worth it. Make it worth it. I just, like, I cheated when we were home in the Bay. And you had, like, fries today. Yeah. the Yeah, the fries are technically, like, okay. Like, I can, like, argue and, like, make myself feel better. But, I mean, generally, fries aren't good for anybody. Right. So... Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, song of the day. Yeah. Last song of the day. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go off Jack Harlow's new album.
1: Ugh. I hated it. I like it. I, I'm not gonna say hate because I don't hate a lot of things, but I there's not one song on it where I'm like, Oh, I wanna listen to that again.
0: You gotta give it another chance. Cause I feel like even the last song I was trying to show you, you got out of the car before it was done. Like you weren't even giving it a chance. No, it finished. Cause I sat in the car. You opened your door and you were like, you look back at me you like go back in. It's good. I mean, yeah, I was listening. I, the thing with me,
1: I either love a song or if it's not catching my
0: ear, you're kind of just like, okay, I'm checked out. So
1: and if I, I like that. it, it didn't catch my ear. I get that.
0: It's definitely not like sure. It's not my favorite album. I'm not going to sit here and say like, Oh my God, it's incredible. It's going to win awards. I don't fucking know. And I rarely even speak that passionately about anybody's album. But um, I definitely like a solid 70% of the album. I think what he's doing is like he's really, really, really finding his sound with this album. I think the whole album is very positive. Like everything he's rapping about, it's he's real. Yeah, you could tell it's coming from a really good place. Yeah. Like I, I like his writing. I love the singing he did on Poison, the song with Lil Wayne. Like at first the singing, at, at first I was kind of like, do I like this? And then I l- literally listened to, to the whole song and I was like, it's giving Drake. Mm-hmm. I like it. He also had Drake on the album. That's crazy. The no, last his features are like iconic. The last line of Drake's verse like compliments Jack. Like I feel like it's pivotal in his music career. Yeah. He's got Pharrell on it. Like it, it's Justin Timberlake. Oh my God. I like it. I do
1: like it. I it's one of those albums like you could argue like Lords. Lord's recent album oh yeah it's an album for him yeah and as me as like a listener who's not a fan of his artistry more of his like and I'll own up to this I'm just more of a fan of his hype songs right and his like pop more popular catchy songs I don't connect with that makes sense for him
0: like the album didn't catch the top 40 the album caught his fans yeah and that's
1: just like the kind of fan I am of Jack Harlow
0: yeah, I guess I have artists like that, too. That's a good point. Yeah. But I think I am one of his fans. So I'm like, no, I love, like, I like dissect see, it. And I, yeah. I see, like, the beauty in all of it. Yeah. That was great. I'm, like, so proud of him. Like, why do I feel proud right. of him? I don't know. I So what song? I'm going to choose the last track on the album, State Fair. I do like all the names of his songs. Yeah, I thought They're he picked really, really, cool. really cool names. I Every time I hear any, like, cool name on a song, I'm always, like, why did you choose that? Yeah. Because a, a lot of the names of his songs he only says once in the song, right? And so like, what made you choose that? And I
1: feel like traditionally song titles were always just like the, the, re- the, the chorus. chorus, yeah, yes. And now it's just like the vibe,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like I liked this word, <laughs> yep. Or I wonder if there's a deeper meaning to it, like like on Star algorithm, algorithm
1: let let uh, note or something that too.
0: Well, with a song called Dua Lipa. Think about when right. she searched when people his songs gonna pop up sick brilliant what's your song of the day okay
1: my song of the day is from ella may's new album oh, yeah, which i, I oh it's so good yeah. it's one of those albums um we first i feel like we first discovered like this technique, technique. With, with nick jonas's album recent album where each song kind of leads into the next right and hers does this i noticed it on a few songs um, the, some of them weren't as clear so I don't know if it was intentional or oh, you know just
0: like happened to be the same vibe
1: yeah. yeah I know one of like one of them I literally caught my ear and I was like whoa I didn't even realize the song changed
0: Whoa, love that it was
1: that clear of a transition tra- or it's like simple of a transition right but my song is her first song on the album called Trying. trying LMA it's
0: Oh, uh, it's so good. What's the vibe of the album? Is she sad? Is she reborn? Is she healing? Is she happy? I think she's happy. She's I cool. Think she's in
1: love. Oh, yeah. She's 27. Her ah. birthday is November 3rd. 1994.
0: November 3rd. Oh, why do I feel like we know November 3rd? November 4th is Matt De Silva. Okay. Like it be <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not your middle school boyfriend who we know be like
0: pulling his birthday. <laughs> Guys, he broke up with me at the school dance. <laughs> it was really hard on me. I
1: got broken up with at a country concert one time. Ooh, that was a... Can dark, you Spen- tell a story?
0: Wait. You guys. <laughs> the, I can't believe it Spen- Spen-
1: Yeah.
0: Probably. Who knows? They all look fucking same. Oh, whoops. Um, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, we actually... So, he broke up. Well, it was like the night before where he was like... I noticed he was being super distant. Uh and we're he we had just st- like got done hanging out and we're pulling up to he's gonna drop me off at my house and we're pulling up to my house and he's like, I don't think this is working. We had only been going out for like three months, but we called each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. Um he pulled up and he's like, I don't think this is working anymore. Like I feel like I just need to focus on me. Um, just the standard the spiel. spiel. And I was like, Okay. And, like, this weekend was hyped. Like, we were going with all of our friends. Right. Um, and he could tell, like, that was kind of the first thing I thought of. Like, tomorrow was supposed to be, like, a really big day. Like, right. we were going out to this concert at the Shoreline. Yeah. Everyone knows that's a track.
0: Oh, but it's so... every it's time so you fun. Do something there, it's so much fun. So, you get hammered <laughs> in a country concert. I got what? kicked out. Jason Aldean. Yep. Same place. It's yeah. cursed. That is a cursed arena, maybe. Oh. Anyway, go on.
1: Um. Anyway, so... I was like sitting there and he was like I still want to go to the concert with you like please like let's play, still go and I was sitting there like okay this is really weird like I want to go to the concert like we bought these tickets it's gonna be a blast yeah so we end up going and the whole time is really weird because it was with most like most they were my friends too but like it was with mostly his core friends and the whole time everyone was like oh my god you guys are so cute together like you guys are such a vibe and i'm sitting there like he literally broke up with me last night (laughs) and the whole time we were kind we had our own thing where it was kind of like okay this is our last little like this is our last bit of time together before we actually like don't talk ever again and on the way home i'm like i'm drunk so i'm emotional and i'm sitting in the car and he knows i love bob marley like And this was, like, my big, like, hippie Bob Marley phase, too. Right, for sure. So, I'm... (laughs) He, like, really knows Bob Marley's, like, my comfort artist.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sitting in the passenger seat as we're driving home, and we're not talking because it's already awkward as fuck. And I'm I'm crying, and he, like, in the silence, he turns on No Woman No Cry by Bob Marley.
0: (laughs) That is... I would have immediately grabbed the knob and turned it right back down. No, I, I went
1: like, I like caught my breath and I looked at him and I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Did you turn it off? I don't remember. I, I, th- I was probably just like, let's not do this. Like
0: it <gasps> was no, it and was that's a car ride. You had like 45 minutes oh, at least at the very getting out of that parking lot. of long 45 minutes. Oh my God. I would have Ubered. I simply would have Ubered. It was miserable. It was so miserable. You
1: get, and you know what? I, I think <laughs> I'd probably cringing. told you this, but like a probably like a good year after the breakup, he actually hit me. He texted me and was like, um, "Hey, I'm really sorry about like how I handled the breakup. Huh. It wasn't. Yeah. He's like, I I see now, um, like how it wasn't like how I should have done it and shit. Respect. Yeah. And Respect I was like
0: that growth. Yeah.
1: Cause he had just gotten it broken up with. So he got with a girl like uh-huh. almost immediately after uh-huh. and they lasted like a year or whatever. And I noticed that they had broken up and he hit me around that time and was like, and I know he, he was,
0: he's feeling it. He, he was feeling, feeling what it. you felt and was like, right. fuck, I did this to somebody. That's huge that he recognized that. Yeah. No. Snaps and and like him.
1: we're, we could be, I mean, I don't think we've been around each other that much, but like we still have mutual friends and shit.
0: God, I don't know the last time I saw him. Probably like a random party. I actually do remember a random party. That Fourth of
1: July, probably. Third of July in Venetia.
0: Oh, remember? that probably was it. Yeah. When's the last time you talked to him?
1: Oh God, years ago. Years. I
0: mean, we dated in twenty
1: seventeen. No.
0: No. No Tw- shot.
1: Twenty. I. I.
0: Twenty fourteen. I was
1: seventeen. That's what it was. Okay. I had seventeen. My number. So twenty thirteen. No, seventeen. No, because I was out of high school. It was 2014, 2015. Okay, that tracks. Yeah, because I got with my recent ex really? end of 2015, and this happened summer of 2014. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah.
0: Mm, okay, what a year. Ah. So, ah. yeah, that's my crazy breakup story. Um. Okay, should we get into this? Yes, please. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break for oh, our last sponsor of, of season, season two. two three, two. Two, one, Go! go! So our sponsor today is
1: Athena Club, and as you guys know, I've been dating this guy here in L.A., and we've been having a lot of sleepovers. Hmm. And you know what you need for sleepovers? Pillows. And smooth legs. Oh, those. I, like... How
0: do you get your smooth legs? Athena Club razors. Oh, my God. Tell me more.
1: The razor kits, they have hyaluronic acid in them, so
0: you, you,
1: you really get, like... You're buttery, right? Your skin is like so smooth after. And I've been shaving a lot, and sometimes I realize when I sh- like over shave, I get like bumps or rashes, and right. it kind of irritates my skin, dries it out. But I've been shaving like every other night. That's crazy, and <laughs> that's maintenance. <laughs> it's, yeah, I've, I've been a little bit high maintenance re- recently. <laughs> um, but my like it's my skin's not getting
0: worse; it's getting smoother. Right. The hyaluronic acid is one of the best things for skin. On your face, on your body, wherever, because hyaluronic acid, that molecule can hold up to a thousand times its weight in water. So as you're shaving in the shower, that water in your legs is just going right back into your skin. And you're
1: moist, if you know what I mean.
0: Yay! Hey! Hey! The best thing about this razor kit is it's only $9. It comes with two razor heads and a little magnetic hook for your shower, so you don't get any like, you know, the rusty razor that just you like have in the corner. Sit on your
1: already rusty hanger no, thing. So, so bad.
0: <laughs> and you don't have to worry about running out of those blades because you can have your thing on auto ship so you're mm-hmm. never running out and using your rusty blade on your skin. <laughs> Cause <laughs> maybe I'm just outing myself, but- No more tetanus. I will be doing that sometimes. Oh yeah. What's also cool is if you're
1: like me, I coordinate like all the colors in my shower.
0: Oh, I, wow. <laughs> 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 <We're> <laughs> gonna, tell me more. Um, I You get to pick your candle color. Yes. Mine's white. Mine's blue. They also have a black one. They have a lot of other colors to choose from too. Yeah, I can't. And on top of this all, oh, they also have a really, really nice shave cream. So get your skin right with Athena Club and show your skin you care with the Athena Club razor kit. Sign up today and you'll get 20% off your first order. Just go to athenaclub.com and use promo code ADVICE. That's A-T-H-E-N-A-C-L-U-B.com with promo code ADVICE for 20% off. Thanks, Thanks, Athena Club. Club. Okay. So as you guys know, today's episode is just gonna be some more general advice. What better thing to go out with? Our final advice, if you know what I mean. Um, we definitely got a lot of entries and did you notice people sending in like the uh the subject lines were kind of crazy. Yeah, because we had asked for it. Right. And I'm we got glad. Some, yeah, we got some good ones. It really hooked me. So we got a few. Um, I feel like I started last time. Do you want to start? Or did you I don't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay, this is a good one to start on. It's called "The Social Life
1: of an Introvert."
0: Ah, that sounds like a movie title.
1: Yeah, or like a like a coming to age book.
0: Yes. Uh, what's the guy who, the stars book?
1: Oh, John Green.
0: No, Nicholas Sparks. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, it seems like some or John Green. I think I "The Fault like in Our Stars" is John Green, but like those artists, is it John? I don't know is it nicholas <laughs> nicholas sparks
1: is for sure like he's he's dear john and shit
0: oh god that's such a good movie. and the notebook he's a notebook he's, okay that's what i'm thinking yeah
1: he's all that like message in a bottle
0: i want to read the notebook book yeah but i already know the story but it's probably different is it different does anybody know yeah can you let us know comment down below
1: <laughs> okay Hey, girls, I hope I wasn't too late sending this and would like to remain anonymous, please. You got it.
0: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Whoa. I'm a teenage girl, and naturally, me and my friends go out a lot. And while I love spending time with them, I'm very very introverted, and my social battery battery drains way too quickly. Sometimes I really don't feel like hanging out and just want the night at home to recharge. However, I don't want to feel like I'm being left out of anything. I succumb to peer pressure quite easily and tend to get very drunk in an attempt to boost my confidence and reduce the overwhelming feeling of anxiety I often get when I'm out. I've always been quite quite socially anxious, but it seems to be getting worse, to the point where I've been close to having panic attacks in social situations, particular, particularly large crowds. I haven't told anyone about this, as I have a lot that I need to figure out about myself, but I'm wondering if I could get any advice on how to find the balance between having a good time with friends and getting overly anxious and not being able to enjoy myself. Sorry if this was hella long, but I need to get it off my chest. Lots of love and keep up the good work. Okay. I relate so heavily to this. Um, specifically the part where you say you tend to over drink in order to feel more confident. Um, I went through, or still kind of going through a phase where I tend to lean on alcohol to feel like I'm having a good time. I feel like I become uh, in air quotes, social butterfly when I drink yeah. and it at one point I realized it had become my crutch. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, at least, I don't know. You didn't specifically say if the alcohol is making it worse, but for me, the alcohol, what, which is what I thought was my crutch and like made me like going out better, actually made me more anxious and made me hate going out more. Right. Um, I think if you can, try going out and have fun with, and I'm not going to say like go out sober, but if you stick to like a couple drinks and just find your sweet spot, then you'll know you won't. I mean, the day after, we all know you get such bad anxiety, mm-hmm. and that will just fuel. For me, at least, it like fueled the overall anxiety that I got around being social in general. Because um,
0: like you knew it was gonna come the next day. Was I knew hangover? it was gonna
1: come. I knew every time I went out, I would just get blacked out. Yep. And I. I when I black out, I don't like how I act when I black out. So I just going out in general just became this daunting task for me and something that really fueled my, my not only my social anxiety and how I like acted around other people in general, but just my anxiety. And once I kind of figured out and I'm slowly getting there, it's not every time, but once I kind of figured out my sweet spot with alcohol, I realized it started to become fun again. Right. When I would go out and like just have a couple drinks, and they're nights that I remember again and good memories, good memories. And like I get to say, Oh my God, that night was so much fun. I didn't do right. anything stupid or embarrassing, or I didn't have anxiety the next day. Like just try and find your sweet spot if it's something you're having an issue with, with alcohol uh, specifically. But as far as feeling anxious around people and being an introvert and needing your me time, give yourself that me time. I listen to yourself because there are a lot of times where I feel like I'm going to have FOMO, but I know internally I need to stay home and fuel like recharge and be by myself. And I've, that, that takes a lot of learning too and growth. And I've, I've gotten to the point where like I could, I know, okay, no, I need to stay home. I, I need to be around no voices. I need to be by myself. Um, if you just can kind of start to learn when you need to be at home and recharge and when you could um like push through the push, anxiety. Yeah, push through the anxiety and go out. That's a big one. Yeah.
0: Cause I feel like sometimes if we're super gentle with our boundaries, then we start making excuses and we, we'll yes. stay home every time and then we'll really start missing out on yeah. And there's,
1: there's a line of being introverted and secluding yourself. Big line, big line. And it, it does. It's a sweet spot. It takes a lot of work to get there, but you can. And just FOMO is, it's one of those things where at least with me, I get FOMO. I know it's a night that I need to stay in and be by myself, but I go out anyway. And the second I'm out, I'm like, why the fuck did I come out? I want to be home right now. Yep. It's never worth it. It's never worth it. So just know when to pick and choose to like refuel yourself. And then when you can go out and have your sweet spots with um, drinking and try and find your, and like count your drinks. Yes, I, that, I put
0: tallies on my arm.
1: Yeah. I, that sounds obvious, but like, I've never done that. And now I count my drinks and I'm like, okay, I'm good with two and a half drinks gets me to a really nice buzz. Yeah. And then I check in with myself.
0: Yep, it's all about that check in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the biggest thing that struck me with this entry is just like the relying on alcohol. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, like you just said, it is such a normal social thing, but it is also such a slippery slope. And you, you said you're you're still a teen. You're so young. I mean, anybody who struggles oh, with yeah. this—I I, I didn't
1: even catch that. Yeah, shit, not me giving me drinking advice to a teenager.
0: <laughs> I mean, the thing—we sure we don't condone it, but the way I was raised is my mom knew I was gonna do it. Right, uh, if you're gonna you do know, it. Do it safely. Exactly. So that's we're just giving advice for something that you are asking, but no, we definitely don't condone the underage drinking by any means. And as a 26 and 27 year old, this is something that.
1: I mean, kind of unfortunately you experience when you're an adult too. Exactly. Like there's, a, I hope there's a lot of adults out there who also are experiencing this kind of introvert anxiety
0: and con- can totally take from this answer too. But I, I just say bottom line, if this is at least how I operate, I'm very sensitive to, um, you know, making sure I'm never depending on a substance mm-hmm. period. Um, Like I, I smoke weed, I, I, I definitely like I drink ever so often, but the second I start noticing it's a crutch, Mm -hmm. I get really scared because I'm just so scared to be addicted to anything. Addiction is like ruined my life in so many other aspects that I don't ever want to be addicted to shit. Yeah. So like, not to like scare you, and I don't. I mean, addiction is a whole other beast episode, but um, uh, you never want to get to that level. So put that as a priority too, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, that makes it even more not worth going out. If you're also putting your health at risk because you're using this, right. right this poison of a substance to crutch your and way. And you're through young, it.
1: you're still developing. Like, yeah.
0: Just be, just be careful with stuff when you're young. Um, I mean, it does a lot more to your development than you think. Try CBD too. Mm, That's a good I, natural thing. I'll sometimes I'll pop one on the way out and it just, CBD is interesting because it's so it's not weed. You're not getting high, but it it brings you like subconsciously back to this neutral level. And then a few hours later, you realize, huh, I haven't thought about that anxiety for a few hours.
1: CBD. I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, yeah, there's mints out there. CBD mints, you know, just like pop a
0: couple. Yep. You'll be vibing for sure. A really good brand I like not sponsored, obviously, is um, Green Roads. They have really good gummy bears and the Mm. dose is very low they have different doses too you can buy if you're someone with a higher tolerance low whatever um i think they're even vegan and whatnot they don't use like the animal gelatin and shit to know and they're really yummy so try that i know it's still still technically a substance but it isn't um gonna kill you right (laughs) isn't gonna ruin
1: your life and we'll hype weed up all day over alcohol (laughs) 100 percent.
0: okay this is my first one this subject line hooked me right away it is, in love and hooked up with my sister's crush and my dad's best friend's son. My sister's
1: oh
0: wait, so are those the same people you think, or is it? Oh, for sure. Okay, my 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 sister's crush. So your sister's got a crush on your dad's best friend's son. Dad's best friend's son, and you also have a crush. It's fair game. Well, they read they, it. They're in love and hooked up. Oh, yeah, big fair subject game line. Okay, <laughs> game. damn near facts. Okay. <laughs> Um, all caps. I need help. Hello. Love you both so much and obsessed to say the least. Plus I'm an Aries. So yay, Kristen, I feel you. (laughs) Um, so the advice I need is about a boy shocker, right? All right. So growing up, me and this guy, we'll call him M. We hated one another and couldn't stand each other. Whoa. My older sister and M always would text throughout the years and harmless flirt. Then in high school, M got a girlfriend and stopped talking to my older sister. I didn't think much of it because I thought he was an asshole. Well, fast forward to us going into our freshman year of college. Him and I are at the same college and we are going to be juniors. Okay, so they're the same age. Mm -hmm. Um, Each summer, our families go on vacation and this was the first summer I was going to see him in a while. This sounds like the plot to The Kissing Booth. I've never seen it. Okay. Oh my God, is it? Yeah. Is it? Is this literally it? Let me know if it keeps tracking. Okay. We were nice to one another when the parents were around, but then it was always a weird vibe when it was just us. That Friday night, he asked me if I wanted to smoke weed after everyone else was asleep. I said, sure, because why the hell not? Thanks. <laughs> Both of us were high and couldn't stop talking about music, TV shows, and other deep top topics. It was honestly one of the best conversations I've had in a while. The next day, we ended up swimming all day, and just hanging out together, but with everyone else in the group. Then when the final night came, we both stayed up super late because we both wanted to just hang out again. It was never said out loud, but it was easy to tell the night. Sorry. The final night I took a gebe and it was just too much. Is a gebe like an edible? What's a gebe? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I told M how I was out of it and he just laughed and, But then he got very serious and wanted to take care of me. Mm. And in the middle of our conversation, he would check in on me. We ended up staying up till 7 a.m. and slept outside. It was one of the first times I felt comfortable talking to somebody and easily let my walls down. Mm. I'm very private and just guarded up. Then summertime passed and we started to text and send music to one another. Freshman year, he came over to my dorm room and we would get high, listen to music and talk. The second night he came over and we just started talking and soon enough he said to me, I really want to kiss you. Can I please kiss you? And I was like, hell yeah, but not really. (laughs) What? And we just were laying next to each other the whole rest of the night. So did you kiss or not? Oh my God. Then the next morning we woke up and he just left. Then he said, this needs to end. Oh, I played it cool, but was really hurt inside. It was weird because he was making all the first moves and even asked me my type and what I look for in a relationship. I didn't have anyone to talk to because it was a fa- because it was a family thing and I didn't want my sister finding out. Now he's back with his hometown girlfriend and I just have a gut feeling that he is or could be my person. Thoughts, please, Anonymous. And I love you guys so much. I love you too. I love you. This is... Um, sticky yeah i don't um, know is it do you think not that you should take any blame here but maybe something you verbalized about your type or what you expect in relationships he realized he couldn't fulfill yeah um and that's not because you're asking too much or anything like that it's just not a match and if that's his reason to end it i could respect that however you he should have told you he should told you you deserve at least like a an explanation a yeah Everyone always deserves an explanation. Yes, for everything, especially when it comes to deep emotions. You can't just leave hearts like right unread like that. That's hard. Um, I I would say like talk about it, but he does have a girlfriend now, and you definitely like gotta respect that. Uh, at this point, you you do just gotta move on from it. Yeah, badly. let let him go through what
1: he needs to go through. Maybe he yeah. was in a position where um i mean he's back with his ex so that kind of shit i feel like if you get back with your ex it never really goes away in the first place so maybe he right. still had feelings mm. that he couldn't um get rid of and you know at the end of the day it's better that he didn't proceed with things with you still having those feelings and then hurt you in the long run yeah whereas maybe he just realized after these conversations that you guys were having, that he did still have these feelings for his ex, and then he just decided to move on. But again, he should have expressed that
0: for sure. I'm sorry, but sit this one out for a little bit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: sidelines, still, you know, remain graceful, be there for a friend. But uh, only time will tell with this one, I feel. Yeah,
1: okay. This one's called SOS Sex Drive and Friends.
0: Yeah,
1: hey, I really hope this isn't too late because I really need some advice. LOL, first, I love you guys. I've been listening since the condom broke and I was 16. Now I'm 19. I read that and I was like, you guys are growing up with us. 16
0: to 19 too? Like two different people. Yeah. Like that's a, whoa. Pe- like, cause people tr- are growing up with us. Wait, I, mean, I love this. I, I think I, I saw an entry a while ago. Someone was like, yeah, I've been watching Kristen since I was 14. I'm like, and they're like, now I'm 19. How?
1: That's crazy. That's crazy. That's so cool. Very cool. Okay. You guys have helped me so much recently during my first year of college and help helping me navigate a lot. Anyway, I have some questions. First, sex drive, LOL. I've been with my boyfriend for almost three years and we've been sleeping together for a year and a half. When I was in high school, I was always horny and I don't know if it's from growing up, depression or other factors that have just lowered my overall sex drive. I still think he's so insanely hot and attractive and the sex is good but I just don't usually get in the mood on my own like we have to have already started some foreplay before I'm into it 100% Mm. I don't know if I'm weird and I get anxious because my boyfriend has a high sex drive and I get worried I won't be able to fulfill that part for him enough he's never said anything about it but we don't have sex nearly as much as we used to still like once or once or more a week but we do But we do see each other like five out of seven days. Anyway, do you guys have any advice on increasing sex drive? Because like I want like I want to want it more, but I don't know how to make my hormones go back to where they were. And I'm not sure what factors are contributing to this. Have you guys ever been through this? Second question. I feel like I'm too picky with my friends. I've been in a couple toxic friendships in high school and now in college. I've been cautious of who I become friends with and hang out with. It's been lonely because making new friends is already hard but I feel like I'm too picky on top of that. I can feel people's energy pretty heavily and I want to find my people the ones I want to be around most of the time and genuinely feel myself and like I'm having fun. I haven't really found that yet and especially after me and my best friend had a falling out a few years ago. I love my roommate and my boyfriend and I kind of feel like a a few people I've met so far but overall I haven't found new people to be my group or even some new best friends do you think I'm being too picky and how do I find people that I really click with does it take a while because it gets lonely out here lol I also have family issues so it's been hard at college feeling like I haven't found a new in quotes family everyone talks about I hope you guys choose this one and if you did thank you so much I adore you both so much and I listen to y'all and listening to y'all have has made me excited to enter my 20s this year also, keep please keep Anon, hee-hee. Hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> and then and you said, but my name is blank. I'm not going to say it because you want to be Anon. But oh, I like your name.
0: It's I want to see.
1: It's one of my favorites.
0: Wait, where, where, where. Oh, my gosh, yes. It's a such, such a beautiful name. Wow, okay. So, Sex drive
1: is hard because there's a lot yeah. of factors that go into it. Um, yeah. We could, like, be surface level and say um, try playing with yourself. Um, masturbation is huge when it comes to learning what you like and knowing your body in general is, has a lot to do with sex drive and like being able to get there. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of factors that go into it. It's, it is your hormones. It's, it's your health. It's what you eat. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lot. Um, have, I don't know if you've been to any kind of like doctor or OBGYN or something to like maybe figure
0: out something, but it's also not abnormal. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh -uh. Even if you do find, Oh, I need to, not that this is like how it works, but like I need to eat more broccoli to help my libido. That's an imbalance. Doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Uh -uh. It's just, it's just an imbalance and imbalances can be temporary and very hormonal. Um, I experienced a lot of low sex drive when I found out, um, I had endometriosis, Mm -hmm. like around all of that. When I had like one of my worst flare ups when I was like 23. That's why I brought up the OBGYN. Like it's good to
1: just know your body in general when it comes to that kind
0: of stuff. At least check it out. Um, a big thing for my sex drive too is I have a higher sex drive when I'm active, Mm -hmm. when I'm working out. Uh, it releases endorphins in your brain it it just you know moving around getting blood flowing and everything that's a big one too and bottom line just not getting frustrated about it because that's also going to make it a lot worse yeah I see I see your frustration and like the
1: disconnect to wanting to want it more Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day it is a it's something chemical and it's not like we said it's not abnormal so don't feel like you aren't Fulfilling anything, and if he hasn't brought it up, it it. I hope it's not bothering him since he hasn't
0: bothered, or since since he hasn't since, since he hasn't brought it up. Um, and if you can always communicate it too, be right? Like, Honestly, this is where I'm at. I don't know what's going on, but like, I how do you I'd, feel
1: about it? Like, have right. you noticed
0: it? Do you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe him knowing that, like, he'll try some new shit, and then like, boom, you'll be like, whoa, right? Like, maybe you need to just like switch some shit up. It happens though. Yeah. It, it could just be other factors in your life. I mean, you even said the part two is about friends. Like you have other things you're kind of worried about in your young right. adulthood right now.
1: Sex drive is low on your list
0: of priorities sure. in your brain right now. And that's totally fine. And you know, that happens. You'll go through phases like that. Second question though, as far as, um, being picky
1: with friends, I don't think you could ever be too picky with the people that you surround yourself with. No, don't it's, it's not you. Um, You be as picky as you want to be when it comes to your who you, like, spend your life with. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's important to surround yourself with people who mirror how you want to be in the world. And I wouldn't even call that picky. You're just, you're trying to find your people who you want to spend every day with, you know?
0: I think it's also beneficial to give these people at least some time because, I don't know if it's, like, rude to say, but at least if you don't vibe with them now you know the type of people you don't want to be around totally yeah i don't think that's rude yeah narrowing down your search if you
1: will of like your tribe so and no one's perfect so at the end of the day um if you're vibing with someone and like it's one minuscule thing that you're like oh this isn't a person that i want to be around give people second chances um especially friend
0: connections, right and like yeah and
1: you guys are so young that like they're trying to figure themselves out just as much as you trying are trying to figure out yourself so if you guys really connect on one level maybe that's just like what the
0: french the purpose of the friendship is true very good point oh also i looked up what a a geeb is it's a gravity bong fuck yeah big fuck that holy shit no wonder
1: you were zooted
0: zooted okay um next one do i tell him that's the subject line do i tell him Ooh. hey guys i love you both and i have been a fan of the podcast and kristen's vlogs for a while now but this is my first entry <laughs> love that I love it you both feel like such comfort people at this point mm. smiley face anyway i am studying abroad this semester and all new people in an all new place very exciting I have met so many great people here and have shared so many cool experiences with them, but one of the people here I've gotten to know really well throughout all of this, as we were in the same friend group, and just got along really well. I said that so wrong, but like you, get what I shouldn't mm-hmm. say right. <laughs> like my dialect was wrong <laughs> with that sentence. There is so much we have in common and so much I admire about him. I knew from the beginning that I really liked him, but I figured it was best to not act on it since I had just met everyone and didn't want to jump into something so quickly, especially amidst a whole friend group. That could be messy. I am typically the type to hide my feelings and take the safe option of never acting on them. I know he thinks we're really good friends, but obviously I don't know if he has feelings for me. Personally, I haven't had feelings for anyone like this yet in my life. I can be kind of closed off. We are almost done with our semester and going home within two weeks. So now it feels as though it's now or never. Do I tell him how I feel and risk losing him as a friend outside of this? It is also confusing because we are going back home soon and will be separated regardless of me acting on them. So we only or sorry. We only live a state away. So not sure if that changes anything. Keep a non please with love blank. Um, I, I want to hear, like, has he shown interest in you? Mm. Cause that, that's how I would figure out the answer to this question. I want to know, like, if there's like mutual flirting, that's kind of, that alone is a give away that like, he clearly has some type of interest in you, whatever degree. Um, If that's the case, I would tell him, I think it's great to just get those things off your chest um, we said in the last episode, I think it was actually in the Patreon episode, but it was a similar situation. And I was like, you don't want to live with regret. At least give it your a hundred percent, like give it your all, put yourself a hundred percent out there and you won't regret not trying. Um, I don't know. I think regardless of,
1: if, if it was
0: flirty or not, like you have this,
1: these feelings towards someone and you've never had them before. I think that's worth saying
0: yeah no matter what it, it'll just feel good for you to like even if that's just all you get out of this connection is learning how to communicate your feelings yes. for the first time because this is the first time you felt it that's a big milestone that's a in win. itself mm-hmm. it, you know there's always a lesson as daunting as that can be sometimes but as good as that can be too and um i don't know i feel like i say you do you don't have to be like I have to tell you something and get like hella deep about it. You can ease into
1: it. Just like should be like, yo, I don't know if you've been feeling the same way, but I kind of have been developing this attractant attraction towards you that goes beyond our friendship. Yeah. Um,
0: are it even like playfully like respond to like one of his stories and be like you cute yeah like the like like the really really shallow interest where it's crossed that friend thing and it's like a compliment yes start with like a compliment respond to one of his stories mine was too
1: serious don't do what i said
0: but you know what (laughs) i mean like yeah i I always want to do the serious ones and i do eventually feel like i can get there with some people but like ease into it ease into it yeah like but i think you should no matter
1: no matter if it has been flirty on both ends or not. I think that's something that you deserve to get off of your chest. For sure. Okay. My next one. It's called fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. In parentheses. Who really deserves second chances? Oh, wow. This is funny because I just said everyone deserves a second chance. Yep. Okay. About three weeks ago, my boyfriend ended things. This was not the first time either. In January of 2022, he claimed that over winter break when we were apart, spending time with our families, he no longer felt like he was missing me. And that initial spark that we had for our first one and a half years of our relationship. While all of that was hard to hear, I think the hardest part was the fact that I had no idea this was coming. I felt as though there was a little distance over break, but we were obviously both busy with our family and holidays, so I thought nothing of it. To put the shock into perspective, when I first got to see him right after New Year's, I had presents I had presents from me, my parents, and my grandparents for him, probably seven or eight wrapped gifts. I walked up to his car, packed them all in his trunk, gave him a kiss, sat in the passenger seat. And then I hear the words, we need to talk. Oh, my heart is, feels heavy for this. Um, he brought, he broke up with me on the spot. And that was that a few weeks went by. And after a long, a few long discussions, we decided to get back together, which might've been my first mistake. Things were going so great until about three weeks ago when the exact same thing happened I had accidentally left my makeup bag at his apartment and asked him to drive it by on some random Wednesday so I could have it for the next day. I then get the reply text. Yeah, no problem. Mind if we talk a bit when I get there? Things have been a little off between us recently. In the exact same driveway, in the exact same car, he looked me straight in the face and said, I don't think it's working. I looked at him in utter disbelief and just broke down. This man man never once told me that he was having these feelings. We had even booked a hotel in North Carolina so that we could go look at apartments together since I'm starting PA school down there in the fall. We literally planned and talked about moving in together not even 48 hours before he broke it off again. Obviously, I'm heartbroken. I really thought he was the one. I had that feeling all throughout our relationship. I just don't understand how someone can break a person's heart like that twice without having any discussion about it beforehand. I'm still struggling to get over him and become my boss bitch independent self, independent self, but I just want to know, was it my fault for giving him a second chance? Who really deserves second chances? And was I so blind by my love for him that I should have seen the signs? Love you too and your podcast. I can't wait for season three. XO, XO, Peyton. And this is the short version. There's so many more juicy details if you'd like me to expand, Elimilio. Yes, please send in the more juicy details if you'd like. Um, I don't think anything's like your fault for giving him a second chance. I, I'm a full believer in follow your heart. If it's what's leading you in the first place, uh, you, your art, your heart was open to him and you wanted to get back together with him. I, there's no way you could predict how he was going to act the second time. It just sounds like he doesn't know how to communicate.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and it's, it is hard to see past something, Like that when you're in a relationship and you are in love and you're not getting other signs, surrounding that that he's unhappy. Um, I don't think you're dumb. I just think you were left in the dark.
0: Yeah, that's. I I wouldn't take it personal. No, like I mean, obviously we don't know everything, but just from what you're giving us here, it's like it was more of a reflection of him. Yeah, it felt so left field. How were you to? know that he was going to creep up on these breakup emotions again when a y'all got back together and it was like fine and it if, if it showed up so random that just tells me like he's just kind of like a rash yeah person. rash decision kind of guy like he's maybe he was thinking about it but like he needs to
1: communicate it I will say yeah. like now that you've learned that he does this so quickly and it wasn't just the one-time thing I wouldn't give him a third chance.
0: I would not either. No,
1: but I don't, I don't blame you for giving him the second chance. It was so sporadic. People make cold feet decisions all the time. Mm -hmm. And you didn't have any like predisposed idea of like why he was going through this or he made the first decision. So you obviously felt like it was okay to get back in the relationship with him. But um, I would say since now that you know this, he's created this pattern, it's not worth going back to.
0: Okay, this is my next one. Hi, girlies. I'm such a big fan, and I feel I have the perfect opportunity to get some advice. I'm in love with my therapist.
1: Whoa.
0: Yes, my therapist. All of my closest friends know, but it's been kind of an ongoing joke, but shit recently got real. I called my feelings for him a crush, but recently that feeling has developed into a full-on romantic fantasy that I can't get out of Whoa. my head. By the subject title, I'm assuming you already know that he knows. Um, sorry, I didn't read the subject. It's, I'm in love with my therapist and he knows. <laughs> <laughs> That's the subject. Um, uh, She said, yes, I told him. And yes, he handled it gracefully. It was around summer of 2021. I wanted to say summer of 69 so bad. Oh, that, sick. Um, That I told him, 21, 21 that I told him. And we discussed switching to another therapist to keep things in check but decided against that since this seems to be an ongoing problem in my life falling for unavailable men. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Since it's a recurring issue, we thought it'd be best to keep seeing each other in therapy and really work on the root cause of this issue together. We first worked on it last year and it brought and I brought it up again this year. One of the most obvious causes is you guessed it, daddy issues. So my therapist and I worked on that, and it helped. But the feelings have come back tenfold. Now, to make this even more awkward, he has a wife and a newborn child. In my defense, when I first started having feelings for him, I didn't know he was married. It it wasn't until I looked for a ring on his finger and saw one that I realized my Prince Charming was wedded. (laughs) Sigh. Anywho, knowing that now, I know I can't cross that boundary and actually pursue him. But rather, I have to keep my feelings in check as hard as it is. So now comes the time I need your advice. Should I keep seeing this therapist or find another, possibly female, therapist? I'm a straight female. I would say it's obvious that I should get a new therapist, but the one I have now is amazing and what he does and what we've built... And we've built a great relationship as a patient to therapist over the last two two years. I feel 100% comfortable and safe in our session, and he really knows me for who I am and doesn't judge me. I've worked with two other female therapists in the past where this wasn't the case. The sessions are perfect except for the fact I find myself daydreaming in the middle of them and what it'd be like to have access to his impeccable emotion and psychological knowledge 24-7. But then again, he's my therapist, nothing more, so I need to get over that. Should I, one, open up to him about these feelings and see what he thinks we should do about it? Or two, tell him my feelings are stronger than before and I need to start seeing a different therapist. All of my love to you gals. Your podcast brings me so much laughter and comfort. You don't need to keep this anon even though whoever I know that listens to this pod will know it's me because I have a very unusual name, but fuck it, YOLO. But then they said... They sent another email. If you end up using this, can you not use my name? (laughs) So I'm not going to use. Wait, going to see the name? Sick. Yeah, I love your name. Very pretty name. Um. Whoa, this is crazy. Actually, fucking crazy. (laughs) Um, I like at first I kind of started to understand the value in staying with him because like he saw the psychological part of it, but I just think you should get a new therapist man or woman you should just get a new therapist because think about at least for me like I really really love my comfort with my therapist because I can be super honest with her and I couldn't imagine having a crush on my therapist because then I felt I feel like I would not want to be like you're trying to shape yourself to be someone that they like yeah like I feel like I would like really edit the moment i mean i straight up tell my therapist like oh my god i feel like i'm fucking crazy and like i'll start saying all the things that make me feel crazy i would never tell a crush that (laughs) i would never be like this is how i feel It and like yeah like maybe maybe subconsciously
1: you're holding back from this therapist and you're not going to get the best out of it anyway um i also think I don't know. I When I heard that he like wanted to remain your therapist, I immediately thought like ego, like God complex. Yeah. like Yeah. I don't know. But I also obviously like I don't know the situation. Sure. But also the boundary that he has a wife and a newborn. If I found out that my husband, who is the therapist, like wanted to remain in contact with someone who was in love with him. Yeah. That's it's just boundaries. It, you know, it does feel
0: ego. Yeah. Get a new therapist. Yeah. And I'm glad you recognize, you know, with all the work you've done, you know, it stems from this. the daddy issues is the word you used. Um, That's a step right there. Yeah. I think work on that with someone else now. Mm-hmm. And you'll build
1: this relationship with another therapist. Oh, yeah. I don't lean on that one reason to not move on
0: yeah i think maybe this is even a sign you've outgrown the therapist mm. because now you're not seeing him as a therapist anymore yeah you're seeing him as a crush and as a potential suitor right what uh what'd you say my my For prince is wedded <laughs> i saw his ring and realized my prince is wedded
1: get a new therapist yeah done okay next one bestie help me be a better girlfriend Hey girlies, I just want some advice on how I can be a better girlfriend. Okay, so me and my boyfriend have been together for almost a year and he is my first real relationship and I just feel like I could be better. In no way, shape, or form does he make me feel this way. He's actually a complete angel. Well, with a bit of a listening problem, but one flaw I can handle. And I just feel like sometimes I'm not a good enough girlfriend to him. Like I buy him flowers randomly because I love him and things and things, but I just... Don't feel like I'm doing enough in the like going on dates and going out to do things because I'm such a homebody. Okay, this got a little long, but I I love you guys and enjoy your podcast so much. I'm dick pressed about your two month long
0: (laughs) Uh, break. I've never (laughs) heard
1: that. Never. I'm dick pressed about your two month long break, but I'll survive. Have the best day ever. XOXO Tabin. Gossip girl. Uh Tabin is how it's pronounced. And you can say my name or not. No preference. I'm going to say it because it's a really cool name. Even hey uh, sent from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. This this feels like a confidence thing. I think if it subconsciously is he maybe f- making you feel like you're not giving enough. Right. And, and you're kind of being put on the, in this box of you have to do more because I. I don't know. I feel as though. If things were fine on both ends, that insecurity might not flare up as much. Right. You know, Um, one thing I will say is maybe look into like what you think your love language might be. Because if your love language is, say, words of affirmation and he's not giving you that, maybe that's like a underlying thing to where you're feeling like you're not doing enough and you're not getting the love language that you need to feel like you're in a good, healthy relationship. Right. Um,
0: it's not the amount. It's not the uh, whether it's, it's too not much what or you're too little. Doing. It's the matchup. Yeah. It. So it can feel like it's, I put it in quotes, wrong because it's not compatible. Right. Not saying you need to like break up or anything, but if it, you're it's not the conversation. Yeah.
1: If you're not getting, if you know your, like I said, if you know your love language is words of affirmation or even gift giving and you're not getting that in return and you feel like you're doing. What's going to make him happy? Maybe that's where you're feeling like you're not doing enough to get what you want and what you deserve out of the relationship. Right. So Look into that. And it's worth having a conversation with him. Like, hey, I'm not getting the personal touch that I feel I need to. It's personal touch, right? Physical physical touch. touch, Sorry. Physical touch or um, personal time is that the quality time quality time wow i'm really fucking up um whatever it is if you feel like you're not getting that and that's what you need to feel like you're in a good relationship then that's worth the conversation
0: okay this is actually going to be my last one and it feels crazy saying that because like it's like oh it's okay back in two months i know but like whoa end of an era it's end of an era exactly I feel like like a month and a half. We'll yeah. Be back.
1: Now that, you know what? Now that we like have our place and we fully envision what the podcast is going to look like.
0: We can probably come back in June be, rather yeah. than
1: July. Yeah. I no, think I'm going to say it. June.
0: Well, don't hold us to it. But like, <laughs> we'll keep you updated. But we, definitely. It's going to be quicker sooner. than
1: what we initially thought.
0: Yes. Okay. This is my last entry of season, season two. two. Hey, ladies. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. No, the subject line. I need to fucking read this. I accidentally caught my dad cheating. Oh, I saw this subject line. I didn't even want to open it because it gave me the heebie-jeebies. No, I'm terrified of this. Thank you so much. <laughs> you read an Australian that. accent the whole time. I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't Wait, know. start
1: saying where you're from and maybe we'll try and like say
0: it in your accent. Wait, yeah. Why do we never make that a thing? Because we're going to butcher well, entire accents. I'll try. I'll literally get in voice acting just to <laughs> nail it. Thank you guys so much for giving advice and letting us vent. Your podcast is the most entertaining one I've listened to. Whoa. That is so nice to say. Thank Thank you so much. Please keep this anon. So when I was in ninth grade, I was in the back seat while heading to the store. My dad was in the passenger seat and was casually on his phone. I looked over and I saw a woman had sent him a risky Snapchat. Oh God. From then on, I spiraled and had so many questions popping up in my brain. I quickly got into a deep depression. I couldn't believe what I saw and tried to convince myself it wasn't real. A couple weeks later, he was texting her on Snapchat in the car again, and it I, it confirmed what I saw. My parents were confused as to why I would have sudden breakdowns on the way to school, and I told them I was just stressed, so it kind of got brushed off. My mom really saw a change in me and asked me to go on a walk around her neighborhood, and that's when I found out everything. I had to tell her what was going on and she wasn't surprised, which made me even more shocked. When I was about four-ish, my dad began cheating while my mom was pregnant with her eighth child. I'm number six. She said that my parents worked uh, worked things out and she's very Catholic, so they decided to separate but didn't get divorced. At one point, my mom took all of us to California without our dad and made him decide if he wanted to choose his own kids over this woman. A couple years later, when I was about eight, they reconciled, and my mom uh, my mom got pregnant again. We're so lucky to have my little brother, and he really has saved me. I'm 19 now. At one point, this woman tried friending me on Facebook. I couldn't believe it. I sent her a message telling her to stay away from my family after my dad visited her while my mom was out of town. He confronted me asking why would I send such a message, and I asked why, uh, why I... Why would, why I would call someone such bad names? Sorry. I could not read that. Um, I said, how do you even know I sent that message? He then walked away and ignored it later on that night around 11 PM. He came into my room and talked to me about it. And I basically went off on him. He tried guilt tripping me and somehow I was the one that had to send a message apologizing to this homewrecker. It's been a couple months now and I really am the lowest I've ever been. I had such a good relationship with my dad and I'm very grateful, but I can't wrap my head around the fact that he is so intelligent and funny, but is essentially ruining my family. I used uh, used to use soccer as my outlet, but I'm unable now because of the college I go to only offers night classes for my program. So currently you guys are my outlet. I am home all day and get groceries for dinner and pick up and drop off my siblings at school while I take classes at night. I am, the, I am the one keeping this family together essentially. I don't want to move out because I feel like my parents' relationship will decline and I don't want that to happen. I can confidently say my parents are safer together than they would be separated. I'm usually the one to stop their arguments and it's really mentally draining for me. I haven't told them my mental health is declining and I know I need therapy, but I've had to be so strong for my little sisters and brother that I don't want them to worry for me. At this point, I feel numb, and I feel like if I ask for help, they will have another thing to worry about. Sorry, that was a lot. Let me know what you guys think. Geez, sorry to bring down the vibe. Ha ha ha. (laughs) You guys are the best, and I can't wait to see you thrive in NYC, baby. Mm. Okay, love you guys. Bye. I can feel how much you're an empath from this message. I am really proud of your bravery and, you know, that the rock that you are in your family and the, the way that you are doing things for other people. I think that is a, I don't even know you personally. And I can tell that's a quality about you that makes you so special, but you are 19. You're still developing. You're still a child. You are still a child within yourself and you shouldn't have to hold all of this. This is a lot of weight to carry. Yes. For for one person, anybody, regardless of the age, but you're in such a, developmental part of your life and you're going to school and all these things and I think boundaries is the number one thing you need right now I think a real adult and I say adult because I'm I'm more saying serious conversation you need to have with both your parents and really just You know, boil it down to one thing. It doesn't have to be this big conversation where you guys talk about everything. That gets overwhelming when you Mm -hmm. kind of anticipate a conversation like that, a confrontation like that. Right. It's like, fuck, where do you even start? Just go into the conversation simply verbalizing your needs, not what you think they need or what you what you think they need from you. Your needs as you and. Say guys like I'm overwhelmed I'm very overwhelmed with our family right now I really need to focus on school and I feel like I need somebody to talk to I am okay I feel like if you say that like that you know it takes away the like rash because I'm sure any parent would be like oh my god like are you thinking dark thoughts you know all these things say I am okay but I really feel like I need a resource, an unbiased opinion to talk about things with.
1: And I need to focus on me. Yeah. Because maybe they haven't realized that, like, the burden that they put on you.
0: Right. They probably haven't. Yeah. I feel most parents don't. Right. Sadly. Um. But you recognizing it is huge. And I just, I want you to catch this before it brings you down. It's not who you are. You aren't your family's problems. You aren't these things you carry you, you are you, and there's so much of you that still needs to develop and flourish and thrive. And you'll find her once you let go of these other problems. And, you know, it it will come with time, but I, I really hope you reach a day where, you know, you realize you can't fix everything as shitty as that. And scary as that is to hear sometimes for us, for anybody, Mm -hmm. it's, really something I feel everybody needs to accept I had to go through a thing with that like I felt like I had to fully get uh control over my mental health especially but once I let go of the fact that like it's gonna be what it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be a process it's you know it can't be fixed overnight and I'm it can't be fixed with one person Mm -hmm. that's when I kind of started to relax so um One day at a time, set those boundaries, have a talk. And it, it might not be received well the first time it might take a few talks, but if you could even afford something like better help, that's something where you can at least message somebody, you know, you know, if you might not have the time, you said like you pick up your brothers and sisters and all that, like you, you seem like you have a busy schedule, but if you can even just like text an unbiased opinion, a therapist, A professional therapist. Like I'm glad you confide in us, but like I I want you to have professional help here. Mm. Um I think that would be a great resource too. But you this is a lot to carry and I feel I feel really bad, but I I can tell you're strong minded and you'll get through it.
1: Okay, here's my last one. And I didn't read through it and I just read the subject line and I'm gonna say it's funny, but it you know what? It very well might not be funny. Uh Oh. I farted in front of my boss without knowing it. Hashtag sports bar.
0: Sports bar. It's going to be funny.
1: Okay. Hello. And like, look how they spelled hello.
0: Hello. <laughs> Capital O. Hello.
1: I would love to keep this anonymous, but thought I'd share because I was quite embarrassed and need some advice. So I serve at a sports bar and was beginning to do my side work to end the shift. Normally the music is blaring at night because we have a DJ come every night. Sorry. My nose is so itchy. No,
0: mine too. I think it's something it's in the, the Yes. Yeah, it's...
1: it's f- I don't know. something. Oh, whatever. Um, did do, do, do normally the music is blaring at night because we have a DJ come every night. So it's typically pretty loud all over the restaurant. Anyway, I was trying to grab some to go boxes to refill, to refill a server station when I decided to let one rip. Mind you, this is in a storage room by the kitchen where the cooks play separate music as well. I was on my period. So I already felt gassy, <gasps> but really decided this would be a safe space because typically no one is in there and it felt fitting. Well, I was wrong because after I let it rip, I had turned around 30 seconds later and seen the general manager in a kitchen expo doing something on the computer in the room. Surprisingly, I didn't feel as embarrassed until I really started to think about it a couple days later. A couple
0: days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even the worst part. There's a story on how I even landed this job in the first place that plays a part. When applying, you have to try on the uniform and they have you take pictures to see if you're a good fit. That's weird. That's weird
0: discrimination yeah
1: <laughs> for some reason i had a horrible picture day and didn't do my makeup and so i didn't get a call back until i called until i called back and advocated for myself so if you can't tell there's already slight tension with my hiring process as a manager had to talk to the gm so that i could get the job oh my god Yo, the this GM is so fucked okay hold on
0: do you think it's hooters
1: oh
0: i'm just thinking sports bar and like the uniform like I don't know. Is
1: this Hooters? Is it Hooters? Okay. Which I've always wanted to work at Hooters. I feel like I would slay. You would
0: slay all day. (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: This is my second week going on third week working there. And of course I had to let it rip in front of them. I didn't know if they heard it or not, but I think the music had died down. And so it makes me think that they probably did. Plus, it wasn't a silent one. I could barely hear it. But sometimes if you're already in a room and someone comes in and does something, the sound might be louder just because you were already in their room. I love how you're like processing
0: sound. You've stayed (laughs) up late at night and like fully... Fully I'm processed, like, sound science. Right. I'm picturing, <laughs> like, string on a map, like, figuring out who was standing where, at what velocity they heard the, the volume of your fart vibration. Oh my God, I'm dead. So, after all of this, I'm trying to see
1: what's the best way to go about this. Because I feel like the GM basically hates me even more than he already did and thinks I'm disgusting. And, honestly, I should have gone to the restroom. And I should have looked before I let it go. LOL. Again, normally there's no one in there. I think the best thing to do is just continue as if nothing happened, because I don't know if they heard it, but for real, heard it for real, but a part of me still does. LOL, so embarrassing, but typically embarrassing moments in life are the funniest moments, so I can laugh about it, but ugh, this felt nice to get off my chest. (laughs) (laughs) Also, just a slight tangent, I feel like I'm awkward with flirting and would love your personal tips on how to flirt with people. I know the cliche answer is to be yourself, but sometimes it's hard to do and would love to know what y'all do. Thanks for being the cooler, older sisters I never had. I'm the oldest in my family, so I typically have to learn things the hard way. Mm. Whoa, good point. Yeah. Thank you for the podcast. Love you guys both. Um, Wow. Don't bring up the
0: fart. There's (laughs) literally no need. You're fine. You're fine. They probably have any... If anything, they laughed about it for like a day.
1: Like, oh, she just ripped one. I
0: have never heard a fart and been like, what the... uh, Fuck that guy. No. Like, I've never like no you i'm like
1: ooh, you just spread it in front of me i feel like i just like passed a threshold
0: sure and it's a giggle
1: right like
0: it's it's a giggle and then we move on it will never be held against you i don't think you have you do not have to bring this up i don't think your you manager. need to like i don't think you need to work harder to like earn no. your spot by any means <laughs> if you bring this up that's weird don't bring it up i love i'm sorry but I love that this is our last (laughs) entry. (laughs) Like this sums up (laughs) everything. We talk about (laughs) grief. We talk about aliens. We talk about everything. We're like, how to conceal your fart. How to conceal (laughs) your. This is this is so funny. Yeah,
1: don't bring it up. No, please don't. Because that would make it even more weird. Like, hey, remember
0: that one time? And like, cause what if you brought it up and he didn't hear it? And then you're like talking about your farts for no reason like it shows that you've been thinking about it right which is a little out of pocket yeah you don't need to be thinking about it this much no you're
1: totally you're fine you're fine as far as the farting goes it is it sounded like as far as the (laughs) farting goes (laughs) maybe just like try and like keep it in next time right um flirting that's a hard one that i'm still trying to learn um i say compliments yes
0: that's always like like, in in like a cute way yeah like compliments is always such an easy way to like make somebody smile and like that's like right there
1: find your style and like what not like clothing style
0: find oh my god the camera's gonna die
1: oh my god no go on okay um uh i like to like grab the arm oh you're like a touchy flirty yeah but not overly touchy like i'll like if i'm trying to move past you i'll touch you on the lower back
0: Oh. Yeah. I like how many guys do that to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so much a toucher, but not in like not that I'm against it. It just doesn't come naturally. I'm more like, of like a looker. Like I like to do like eyes and not oh, like suave, like really contact. Eyes, but just eye contact. Eye contact in general. changes everything. Yes. I was just thinking if if it's Hooters, I think they were white shorts. No, they were orange shorts, white shirts. Yeah. I was gonna say White Risky shorts, period period, fart too. Oh, those are, it's a double threat right otherworldly. there. Otherworldly. Stinky. And Heart just like warm. constant. And hot. Hot fart Hot farts. Period farts are hot. Oh, sorry. That shit sucks. Let us know if it's Hooters though. We won't tell anybody, don't worry. But yeah. now I just need to know for. Yeah, let so. us um, um, This so
1: concludes. This is it, bye. This is season <laughs> No, don't click off yet. Um, actually we were going to say if you guys, uh, during our break, if you guys want more content, we said it before you, we do have a Patreon where if you sign up, you get access to all of our past episodes. So you'll be able to watch all of our Friday episodes Th- from season two, Thirty five
0: of them. Yeah. Is literally 35? So, so, so you,
1: we could talk to you for the next two months.
0: Right. And it won't feel like you're missing out. Right. So there's that. Um, but
1: don't get rid of us. We're not going
0: to be completely (laughs) silent. I mean, on socials and whatnot, I'll be vlogging a lot of the move and whatnot. So it'll only be for a little bit. It's just for the adjustment. And you know what? It's not going to be two months. No, no, I don't. I don't see it. It's not going to be two months. We'll keep you guys updated, of course. But, um, yeah, this is a big moment this is season two of a podcast I didn't I never even saw past season one not that I didn't believe we'd do it but but like it, it was never our start, intention no we
1: started as so when we applied to our apartment today we both put in there that like we have a podcast and I wrote it's turned into like our biggest passion right oh yeah and I feel like we didn't go into this thinking it would be mm. it this no what I, it is this is like and I was talking to the guy that I've been seeing about it like This, I can't see myself without this podcast,
0: my mental health through all all of this, like knowing myself, knowing you, like our friendship, like I feel like we've gotten
1: so much out of this and we went into it. Like, obviously we do this for you guys, but it's really showed me how much like we needed this too.
0: Yeah. I think it was for me, it was the thing that I didn't know I needed Mm -hmm. because like I always knew I wanted to do something different than just YouTube and I couldn't figure out like what type of platform it was and I knew I still liked video but I I don't know I just I love how raw this is Mm -hmm. and especially doing it with you we just Like, like
1: get to be ourselves this
0: is what we do regardless now we just record it yeah and it's amazing the community we've built I mean when we meet you guys out in public and like the immediate comfort we have with everybody who oh my God, comes yeah. up and is an Odd Vice fan. Like you guys feel like our friend. Like you guys say it like, to What's us up? a lot, but like you guys feel like our best friends too. Yes. It doesn't feel like, you know, like fan culture. Like it doesn't uh-uh. it feels like
1: Like you guys know like I, the deepest parts of my yes, soul.
0: Literally. And I say this to
1: people a lot. I say this to friends of like close friends of mine who listen to the podcast for the first time. I'm usually like It's weird because you guys know more about me than some of my closest friends do. Like when I hear that a friend's going to listen, I'm like, whoa, you're about to learn some shit about me. Right. And the fact that a close friend is going to learn something that you guys know, it's just weird. Like we get to, this is so cool.
0: Yeah. It's really cool to, you know, even like looking or thinking about past episodes the growth that we've had even from the old opinions we've had on past things not that anything's like crazy changed but right even like i'm sure the way we talked about love season one is way different than now and
1: oh yeah amongst like so I many would, other topics sometimes i like cringe when i want to go back and listen to an old episode yeah. but like we've grown so much we've
0: grown so much and like we were saying earlier like we're growing up with you guys like <sighs> the people that have been around since the beginning i and can't
1: wait till we're like married with kids and we're still sitting on here
0: facts and no like, it's gonna be the same thing think about we have this to look back on yeah. too. like, like this, our kids are gonna learn from this shit yeah like th- this will always be on the internet it, w- it what yeah like I don't, I don't know that's just like <gasps> weird to think about it's like, really cool and i'm so excited to like continue doing this i'm excited for season three I, we're so grateful mm-hmm. that you guys even stuck around this long Like. Right like we keep saying we just never even thought this would be a thing. So thank you for supporting us this whole time. It you know, if it's it's just so exciting that we we're, we're having one more season and it's it's only the beginning. We Yeah. We don't plan on stopping. We plan on just living our life with these microphones in our hands and if it helps even one person, that's why we're doing it. it. That's <laughs> why we're doing it. So here's to we should have brought like a drink or something we don't have one if you guys have a drink you can choose a screen um Um, here's solid season two solid season two and an even better season three (laughs) to new chapters to new york to pushing ourselves across the fucking country (gasps) to new relationships new beginnings new beginnings new food and new ice snow Ugh. We're gonna be in the snow that's crazy um okay we love you guys so much we love you so much oh, i love you this is weird. crazy um i feel like we're it's like uh the new year's countdown right now oh yeah five i, oh. I thought you were gonna say the final <laughs> <hat>. <laughs> anyway five okay. four days, two months. we love you, love guys, you guys so, so much. much we'll talk to you not in two months, months. closer months. than that i, I want to say like A month and two weeks. I'm going to say mid-June. Yeah. Mid-June feels right. Love you guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.